You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded Podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. And today, I am excited because I am talking to a friend and a special guest, and you all know that I get so excited when we talk to special guests and experts, and I have Brianna joining us today to chat all things social media, owning an agency, even TikTok. We don't know what's going on with TikTok, and we're going to talk about that today as well. Thank you so much, Brianna, for joining. I'm so excited to chat with you today. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm like super excited because you and I have had months of conversations behind the scenes and we're kind of on the same path in a lot of ways. So I'm excited to be here. Oh, yes, you all. We have had some good conversations even before this. I should have like taped the pre-show when we were talking because it was some good information, but we'll make sure we save some gems for this podcast. So I would love if you would introduce yourself, let the audience know where you are from and about your business and how you even got started with social media and marketing. Yeah, absolutely. So I am... I've had a long journey to get from where I was, like where I started to where I am right now. Um, I'm originally from Michigan. I've moved all over the place. I live in Texas now. I moved here from Panama. So I've done a lot of traveling. Um, That plays a lot into why I started my online business, right? So when I was in my early 20s and I was in college, like many of us, I was told that what I needed to do is get the degree and get the job, right? So that's what I did. I got the degree that I was supposed to. I graduated. I started a nine to five and I was miserable. Like (laughs) I had done all of the things that I was told would get me to the place that I wanted to be. And by the time I was a year and a half, two years into my corporate job, I felt like I was honestly in in jail, showing up for work every day. Um, I wanted to travel. I had already gotten the travel bug and spent a couple of months overseas. And I was like desperate to figure out something that would allow me just initially to work remotely. So when I first started kind of learning about this online business thing, my initial hope was just to find something that would give me a remote Um, a remote work capability. So I went through a process where I kind of started and stopped a few businesses. I think a lot of entrepreneurs have done the same. Um, And even though they weren't, you know, uber successful, while I was running these businesses, building them, I learned how to run social media for each of the businesses. So I learned how to build a website. I learned how to establish myself on socials, how to gain traction and sales, how to run ads. So I was doing all these things for my own little businesses. And I realized that I was really good at it. And people started asking me questions about my little side hustle. So um, I started freelancing in 2017. And within like three months of putting up my first gig on Upwork, I had closed my first client and replaced my corporate income. 
And I decided at that point, this is what I was going to do from here forward. So I quit my job and I became a full-time entrepreneur. Um, I built a small social media agency, Convert Social. I worked that for a few years. I you know, worked with a lot of really amazing entrepreneurs and small businesses to help them sell via social media. And then in 2020, I created my first course and that changed everything for me. Um, so I realized that while I loved working with clients and I loved helping them build their businesses, there were so many of the same questions that I was getting from my clients and I was duplicating my work with every single client. And so what I did is I kind of just packaged everything up into courses and then coaching. And that allowed me to really scale my business, which is what brought me to where I am today. Oh, I love that. And I want to dive into this course a little bit more because there may be business owners listening and they're like, what? I can create a course. I don't have to work with people one-on-one because I absolutely feel you. I definitely used to do a lot of one-on-one but I think that you can do both and have like a balance, but be able to, like you said, scale with a course. So what are your you know, suggestions for somebody who may just be starting out with course creation and they may own a business or own an agency? Like, how is this a way to scale their business and where should they start? Yeah. So for me, the reason that I didn't do it until I was a few years in is because I, I mean, I dealt with like, I think a lot of entrepreneurs, this imposter syndrome. I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't, you know, be like a subject matter expert on this thing yet. I'm not quite there. But the truth is, if somebody is paying you to do something for them, you know more than they do. And you should be productizing that in some way. So I started out with the idea of courses. I, I started out productizing things in my business. So I built out SOPs or standard operating procedures in my business. And that helped me to outsource some things. It helped me to kind of take myself out of the implementation in my business and really, you know, focus on growing my business. But by creating these SOPs, I was essentially creating a system that anybody could then follow. So if I can teach a VA how to run Facebook ads, for example, I can teach a client that wants to learn how to do it for themselves or that wants one of their employees to learn how to do it. So this is kind of where courses started to play um, a role in my business. And then I had clients that would ask me for coaching. Maybe they weren't ready to pay me five grand a month long term to do marketing for them, but they were willing to pay me that for one month and I teach them how to do the thing for themselves. Um, so my, my, I think my number one um, focus would be like as an entrepreneur that already has a business and let's say you want to get into coaching, you want to start selling courses, productize everything first, create SOPs inside of your business. And if you know, and you should know your client's pain points, you know what solution you can offer to, um, to fix those problems for them. So whatever you're offering as a service, let's say you're an agency owner or you're a freelancer, you can productize that. You can turn that into a course. You can turn that into a coaching program. Um, coaching, I love doing, I've done, you know, one month intensives. I offer a three month intensive now um, in my business and you can do it alongside services. Um, 
I do recommend coaching before you create a course if you're productizing a service because then you can get direct feedback from your clients. They'll tell you exactly what they need from you and you can take that and then build it into a course. I've even created courses out of um, a coaching program where I teach live and I record that and I've got live feedback from the students. So it ends up being kind of this like really holistic growth opportunity for you and your business. Um, if you are already a service provider and you're working with clients. Now, the other side of this is creators who are, um, it, there's like this new wave of entrepreneur and it's the creator entrepreneur. Um, we see it with TikTok. We see it with platforms, um, communities that we're part of, like with Stan, where they're these brand new entrepreneurs who have never offered services before, but now they're creating content. They've learned how to create content. They've become influencers. They're offering UGC. They're doing um, brand deals and getting paid to create content on TikTok or on different social media platforms. These people are, it's like this really unique new type of entrepreneur who are really just monetizing like their creativity, which I think is so amazing. Um, so for that person, and I do have uh, I do have students and clients who come to me who are either creators or are uh, service providers, and those are like the two biggest buckets of people that come to me who want to create courses, digital products, coaching. Um, for the creators, I think it's an even easier process because they just basically have to take what they do on a day to day basis and put it directly into a course coaching program, a digital download. They can use a platform like Stan or really any link in bio, you know, aside from like you can build the website, but you really don't need to. So you can literally like productize or package up your knowledge and get it live within a few days if you want to as a creator. So for creators who are either struggling to monetize their content or who are monetizing their content, but want to kind of branch out and create new passive streams of income, what I recommend is start with a low price digital product. And while you're selling that, build out your course, offer coaching, you know, start with an hour, put $250 to $500 on an hour of your time, put it live in your store and your link in bio and start really like working with clients one-on-one -on -one and getting feedback from them. And from there, you can really develop your product over time and make it exactly what your target client needs from you. Ooh, that was so good, like a masterclass. You all, I hope you were taking notes because she just dropped so many gems. And you know, we love staying here on this podcast. So yes, you see, she uses Stan too, y'all. See, I try to tell you, everybody about Stan and how it's so easy. You can sell a digital product, a course, a membership, do a webinar. Somebody could book a free call. They're adding so many more things. And like, I know I've been testing out the new stuff and I was just like, oh, especially this new, I don't know if I could say it here today, but they have some new things coming and you should probably- I do. <laughs> probably should sign up because I've been testing it and I'm nodding my head like, yes, because number one, it's affordable, right? We want to be able to run businesses also that are sustainable and where we don't have to maybe spend a lot of money with tech. And if you have a tool like this that can, like you said, if you want to offer all of these things, you can house them in one place. So you just gave us a really good breakdown on how we can get started with digital products and services and really how to think about how to, like you said, productize that and, you know, deliver our framework. And you just gave me an idea. I have my coaching program that I did. It was a 
was it a three, it was a six month coaching program. I'm just about to take that in the module, just like you said, that I ran us through and just make it a course. Like, why am I sitting on this? Why? It's so simple. I'm telling you. I So the course that I sell now, um, it's a master course and it, it literally teaches from start to finish, like basically from uh, offer building to scaling the offer. It teaches how to... Uh, productize your knowledge, whatever that may be, turn it into a digital product, a course, a coaching program, one of those or all of them. I love the concept of a value ladder. So I love having a low intro offer, starting even with like a free lead magnet, have your low ticket intro offer, your mid ticket, your high ticket. My high ticket um, offer is $20,000 right now. My mid to high ticket is a $2,000 course. That course was literally a beta coaching program that I taught live for three months. And I recorded every single one of those live trainings. And at the end of three months, I literally had a full, like fully fleshed out course. And it wasn't hard. It was fun showing up and working with my students and getting the, you know, the live feedback from them. Um, it was it was just like a really cool way to um, create this new digital product. So yeah, if you're stuck on like how to create a course, if I promise you, if you've been creating content or you've been an entrepreneur working online for any period of time, you already have content that you can turn into something that you can sell right now. I know I got stuff in my canvas, so you just you just you just gave me a whole bunch of ideas. So thank you for breaking that down. And anyone listening, you have something, you have something in your arsenal, and you could sell it tomorrow via Stan. So make sure you check down in the show notes. You know we rock with Stan here on this podcast. Okay, so check it out um, because it is a good resource. So I want to talk about we we talked about a lot, and I, like. It's just been a great episode so far. Please, I hope you all are taking notes. If you love this episode, make sure you tag me at Michelle L. Thames on Instagram and let me know what gems that you pick up today and what are you going to implement with your digital products? Are you going to, like Brianna said, productize everything and really come up with that you know, foundational framework that you can sell to your clients where you don't have to show up always, right? Maybe you can have a little community, not a little community because you could be a big community, a community for your people, but also offer them the course as well. So that way it's not so stressful on you as the business owner, right? So this next section, I like to talk about books because as an entrepreneur, I love books and I have eight plus credits in my Audible at any given time. So were there any books that have helped you along your journey? If there are any marketing books, share those, but also any other books that just helped you um, as an entrepreneur. Yeah, absolutely. So I am an avid reader. I've always got like three or four books at any time that I'm reading. I love fiction, nonfiction. I love to like just devour knowledge. And we're in a space, like in a time in history where we have so much information available to us, just like with the internet, with things like Audible, um, you, know, you can watch YouTube, you can listen to podcasts. Books are still always going to be like, I love holding a book in my hands and I, I love just like consuming knowledge that way. So um, I am a really big reader. I would say like there's there's a few books that really changed the game for me when it came to uh, to mindset and so there are books that you can read. Like, yes, there are a lot of resources out there that will teach you step-by-step how to do something, which is fantastic. But a lot of times to get from where you are, which 
is usually like a, a stuck place, right? Is why you start reading a specific book to getting that end result. It's usually a mindset shift. So uh, one of my favorite books that really kind of like changed the way that I approached my business is it's a really cheesy book to read. Like if you've read it, you know what I'm talking about. It's called The E-Myth and it really teaches you how to um, approach your business like it, or as if it were a franchise. So everything that you do in your business, you should be creating standard operating procedures for it. You should be building it out um, in, in sections, right? That run independently of one another, where you are not inside of the business, like you're not required to be inside of it um, to make it run. You should be able to step outside of it and, um, and you know, pass it off to somebody else uh, and make it kind of a turnkey thing. So Emith is a fantastic book to build a business that um, not only will last, but that you can scale and that takes you out of that um, fulfillment role and allows you to kind of like step outside of the business and focus on the heavy hitting, high impact things, oftentimes sales or client management that allow the business to grow and flourish. Um, so E-Myth is number one. Steal Like an Artist is another one. And I absolutely love this book because I think that there's a really big concern out there. And, and I see it so much, like especially on TikTok, where we have a lot of dialogue um, surrounding, you know, we've got trends. So people do the same thing um, in different niches all the time. There's a lot of people that will just like directly copy others. Um and I, I know that you're like, nobody can reinvent the wheel when it comes to ideas, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to content, nobody's going to reinvent the wheel. Um, so this book, Steal Like an Artist, uh, talks about getting inspiration from other artists, from other creators, and using that inspiration to develop your own unique style. So that was a really impactful um, book for me. And then there's another one that is a great mindset book. It is called uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. <laughs> it's a fantastic read. Um, I read that book when we were locked down in Panama over COVID. And so I got to like really sit with it. But that is um, definitely one that like I keep on my bookshelf and go back to quite a bit because it helps you to uh, not get stuck in that hyper focus where you are, you know, you. I, I think as entrepreneurs, we really struggle, at least I definitely do. Um, with this sense of, you know, perfectionism, it has to be perfect, it has to, you know, you have to focus on all of the things. And this book just really talks about focusing on the things that matter, and really caring about those things, um, and not giving a fuck about the other things. Um, so it that was a really awesome one for me. And then if you are, there's two last ones. Um, if you are an entrepreneur, and you are not good with money, you need to get good with it fast. That was one of the biggest lessons that I learned the hard way. Um, as I was growing my business, I put a lot of money into the business. Um, there were times that things worked and there were times that things didn't work. And I didn't, I wasn't able to fix my, um, my money um, within my business until I fixed my mindset surrounding money. Uh, money and your relationship with it matters. It doesn't matter how much you're making or how little you're making. If you don't have a good, healthy relationship with money, if you don't know what to do with it, if you don't know how to save, how to plan, um, how to budget. So uh, one of my favorite books is I Will Teach You to Be Rich. 
And um, then there is also uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which gave me kind of like an investor mindset. So yeah, those, those are really big ones. And I'm not like a money coach or anything like that, but it makes such a difference in your business. If you know, if you see money as a tool versus um, a resource that you either have or don't have. So it, it just, that was, those last two books were very impactful for me. Oh, such good books. And I agree with you. Being an entrepreneur, you have to work on your money mindset. Like that should be one of the first things you take care of. Like I'm working on my money mindset right now. It's at a different level. You have to, every level you have to work on it. Cause it's like things come up and you're like, oh. but yes, money is a tool. It is just a tool like that you use and utilize, but yes, saving all this is something that is very important. And look, we're not money experts, but we're just telling you the books that we're utilizing, the podcast that we may be listening to. But um, those were some really, really great books. And um, I'm definitely going to check out. I've been hearing about Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but I haven't tapped into that yet. So I'm going to tap into that. So uh, yes, I'm going to read it. It's another book that's like, it's so cheesy. Um, They are, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, the author is, he's like old school he is one of the like go-tos in that niche. Um, Ramit Sethi, the the author of I Will Teach You to Be Rich, is a much more like like fresh new perspective. Um, but Rich Dad Poor Dad, it just because um, even though it's a cheesy read, just like Emeth, it, it gives you like these bare bone essentials and shows you how to view money as a tool. Shows you how to get out of that. Um, that fulfillment role, right? Where as a solopreneur, a lot of times we, uh, and even though it's a money book, it talks a lot about business. And um, a lot of solopreneurs just end up creating a job for themselves. So it talks about going from that space where you are an employee to where you've created a job for yourself and you're just focusing on fulfillment to actually stepping outside of a business and running the business um, to stepping outside of that all completely and just being an investor. Uh, so it's, yeah, that's a fantastic read. Highly recommend. Oh, yes. Check out all these amazing books, you all. I'm so excited. This has been such a great episode. So many gems dropped. Thank you again for coming on and sharing all your amazing knowledge. But before we head out today, I would love if you would share where can the listeners find you online and anything special you want them to check out as well. Yeah, absolutely. So I love TikTok. That is where I spend the majority of my time. Um, Brianna Puente, you can find me on all of the socials. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, uh, even Pinterest, YouTube. I do a lot of shorts on there, but I create TikTok as my top of funnel. That's where I create. Um, and that's where I spend the majority of my time. I love the platform. I really hope that it doesn't get uh, taken down. But regardless, even if it does, I you know, I'm always a huge advocate of um, paying attention to, you know, omnipresence and paying attention to um, all of the social media platforms, building your email list. So if you do join my email list, I have a free training that I'm sending out very soon. Um, you can opt into, I've got a free lead magnet in my stand store, which you can find in my link in bio and any of my socials. Um, but I've got a really cool free training that's coming up. So um, please, by all means, opt in. 
And uh, I'm going to be dropping a lot of really powerful, just business building nuggets inside of there. Ooh, exciting. And we'll make sure we put the link to Brianna's stand store down in the show notes so you can check that out because yes, we need these free resources that you're going to be giving all these amazing tips. So thank you so much. Again, this has been such a great episode. I'm so grateful for you coming on and sharing all these amazing gems and we will chat with you all in the next one. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one. Peace.